Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 321 Endurance Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Wiley. Uh, before we get going, just want to let you know, today's podcast is brought to you by BocoGear.com. They have the best hats money can buy. Uh, I don't look good in hats, but I look good in a Boco Gear hat, and you will too, so go check it out. But enough about that. Today is all about my next guest. He is uh, a speaker. He's a comedian. He's an ultra-endurance plant-based athlete. Uh, he has a film that you can watch right now on Amazon Prime called Once is Enough. Please welcome my guest, Jeffrey Binney. Jeffrey, how are you? Oh, I'm just dandy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the show. So maybe in 30 seconds or less, um, tell our viewers and our listeners, uh, who is Jeffrey Binney? Uh, yeah, well, I grew up on a pig farm in the Midwest, uh, was always into music and arts as a little kid and ended up moving to New York City, uh, super unathletic, uh, but uh, discovered first cycling, I, I kind of started to go crazy in New York, feeling like I was a little, tra a little bit trapped, uh, not able to get outside. So I discovered cycling. And then my mom, who'd been diagnosed with heart disease 17 years prior, uh, finally started to, 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 to reach the final months of her life. So I went to Missouri to be with my family um, and I discovered trail running um, as uh, she, she, she had a, a surgery that didn't go well and spent the last few months of her life in ICU. And I essentially lived in the hospital waiting room and, and discovered Trail Running Magazine and it got me hooked and I had this silly idea to run a hundred mile ultra marathon. Uh, she passed away and so I was pretty desperate to not end up in the same situation and mm -hmm. and here we are with a, uh, a film that's called Once is Enough. It's it's half stand-up, half documentary following the whole fiasco of, of trying to run one of those hundred milers and um, now I make silly videos of me dancing in the woods on social media in hopes that it uh, <laughs> encourages other uh, unconventional athletes to get out on the trail. Absolutely. And, you know, those those silly, funny videos of you dancing in the woods on the trail is is sort of how I, I found you on Instagram. I don't I must have been scrolling oh, and, and I saw this unconventional athlete running and then all of a sudden he stopped and then he was doing these amazing choreographed dance routines that just had me roaring in laughter. <laughs> so uh, I, I appreciate your content. Uh, and, you know, we, we were talking off camera about how, you know, you're running to inspire unconventional athletes, um, you know, really promoting diversity and inclusion in endurance sports, because you hear endurance sports and endurance athletes, and you think of somebody who's a twig who is just cut and just trim and slim. And, and that is the antithesis of, of, of what you were when you first started. And I just think it's so amazing that you know, you're out here doing that and you're actually inspiring more than just the unconventional athlete. You're inspiring people like me who have not run ultra marathons to go out there and, and set out to run a hundred miles. So thank you for that. Oh yeah, of course. That's uh, uh, hands down the most rewarding thing I could possibly hear. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, without giving away too much about the film, maybe we can give a little teaser. Um, you know, what was it like? uh running leadville yeah it was it was it was brutal it was amazing it was fun it was exhilarating it was surprising it was disappointing um uh you know uh, uh it's hard to talk about it without giving some spoilers away so if you haven't seen the film pause this podcast go watch the film come back listen to the rest of our conversation uh because 
you know, what I'll spoil is that I uh, wasn't successful at Leadville. I got pulled for missing the time cutoff at the Hope Pass aid station around mile 46. And uh, it was pretty devastating. <laughs> uh, anyone who's DNF'd in a race uh, knows that feeling. Uh, on top of that, I had the added pressure of, you know, it was my first one. So friends and family had come literally halfway across the continent to, to come watch. Um, uh, we were, we were filming for the film. So we had, um, you know, film crew there who had been there for a week filming and I failed <laughs> and it was, it was, it was really rough. Um, I don't want to spoil too much of the movie. Luckily I didn't stop there. Um, I, I went on and, and, and tried other runs, but you know, that's what you get when you choose one of the most difficult, most iconic hundred milers in the country. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, super shocked, right? It, yeah. It's, it's super scary to even fathom a hundred miles. Uh, you know, I've toyed with putting my name in the lottery and I'm like, Oh, crap what if i get picked for this and then i have to go and run 100 miles so yeah. i give you so much credit for even getting out there and doing it and you know a good majority of the people who do that race as you know dnf um so it's it's nothing to be ashamed of um i mean i think it's unbelievable and and again we don't want to give too much away about the film but there was there was a point in the film where um one of your stand-up segments and you were talking about what we thought was you coming out to your father. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know you, you grew up in Missouri, uh, you know, a little bit of a conservative area. Um, you know, how was that uh, actually coming out to your parents and to your father um, in, in such a, a rural and conservative area of the country? Um, I was uh, infinitely lucky in my experience. I, I always feel a little weird talking about this because I... Uh, don't feel like I struggled enough <laughs> to get to, um, uh, you know, really complain or, or share my story, which of course, you know, everyone's story matters. But the short story is, um, it was shockingly um, easy. I knew from a super young age um, that I was gay, uh, like like six. <laughs> I uh, Such a weird example, but I remember it so vividly. Uh, you might need to edit this out, <laughs> but I I remember the J.C. Penney's toy catalog would come every fall before Christmas, and I would get so my sister and I would get so excited to look at the toys and make our our, our lists for Santa, and I remember specifically one time I wanted to look at the men's underwear section, and it wasn't sexual at all, but I remember my sister saying, "This is so weird. Let's look at the toys," and I look back at that moment and I'm like, "Wow, how interesting is that?" It it wasn't, you know, again, it wasn't dirty in any way. I just thought it was interesting to look at. Right. And so I was lucky to, to, to be confident and know who I was from a very young age. So that's the first way I count myself lucky. And, you know, the second way, uh, my parents were very accepting. Um, aside from a single friend who struggled with it, it was no problem. And that's not a normal experience for a boy on a pig farm in rural Missouri. So um, I count myself very, very lucky. The same goes in the trail running community. There is no community more accepting than the, the trail running community, such a funky uh, accepting group of people. And I've never felt um, any, you know, I've never had any issues or, or felt um, like it affected uh, my being a part of the running community at all. 
but other people have. And I think whenever I talk about this, the first response from a lot of people is, ah, oh, it's impossible. The running community is so accepting, so open, and it is, uh, but there's still work to be done. Uh, my, <laughs> my Instagram comments uh, uh, refute that, uh, you know, everything's fine in the trail running community statement. Uh, right. <laughs> Right. Well, hey, I, I mean, I'm sure the people who are commenting don't have 65,000 followers on their Instagram like you do. So, well, uh, to be averse to humiliating themselves in public, yeah, <laughs> you might have those followers. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like what you said there about how the running community, the trail running community, is so accepting. Um, and you know, I'm I'm a newer endurance athlete myself. I've I've been in this since 2019, and for me, I, I struggled with. A lot of addictions and you know alcoholism and things like that and yeah. you know i'm I, i'm sober now but there are so many it seems like almost every endurance athlete that i talk to has had some major struggle in their life be it addiction or or be it you know being included and 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 whatever that is and it, we all just have this common bond and we share that common struggle no matter what our size no matter how fast we are we're all out there putting in the work to better ourselves. And it, it's so amazing um, to, to see you representing unconventional athletes out there. So what would you say to the unconventional athlete um, or the person who is, is not athletic at all and needs to get in shape and, and, and do something to change their life? Uh, step out the door um, and uh, just do it, uh, which sounds so, so easy and straightforward, but, you know, as a bigger person, there are so many, so many obstacles to just getting out the door. I, you know, I had a comment on a video a couple of weeks ago, uh, from somebody, I think, well-meaning, uh, but they essentially said, oh, hey, do you know how much faster you would be if you would lose weight? If you were lighter, you'd be so much faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. That's that's why I'm doing this. Um, yeah. I'm not always succeeding, but that's that. He, he kind of made the the point for me is that so many people who who have a, a long way to go, uh, it's it's hard to to even just get out the door because that's what you're greeted with. I mean, he didn't know anything about me, but right. imagine if somebody had put months and months into losing a hundred pounds and 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 getting out the door every day, um, you know, but they're still overweight, and that's the comment that they get so right. it's, it's you know it almost feels like there's unless you are ian Sharman or some other you know epic top tier runner right. why even try and i can give you right. 4366 really good reasons to try even if you're never skinny even if you never end up running an ultra marathon it doesn't matter even if you just go for one walk today it's worth it you've done something great you've moved forward and that's what matters that's it. It's about getting better, a little bit better every single day. Um, well, that's what I immediately was obsessed with when it came to trail and especially ultra running was that the goal is different, at least for my style of running. The goal is not to be first, is not to be the winner, is not to be as fast as I possibly can. It's to finish. It's right. to survive. Mm -hmm. And that's a goal that I can get behind that's so much more rewarding to me than, you know, hey, can you can you run faster than these guys? Because the answer is almost always no, I definitely sure. can't. <laughs> no, and, and even for myself, I, you know, I'm I'm not a top tier athlete by any means, uh, but that feeling of finishing 
is is unbelievable. It, it is the most rewarding experience. You put the work in, and and nobody can tell you that you didn't do it when you cross that finish line. Um, it, so Jeffrey, I know we're a little pressed for time here, uh, but really quick, I just want to leave leave the viewers with with a little bit more about Jeffrey Binney and what you have going on in the endurance world. What are the next races that you have going on in 2022 or what are you training for right now? So we'll see. I took a bit of a break because I was a little burnt out and by a little burnout, I mean a lot burnout and, and that's okay too. Uh, and that, you know, another thing people are so uh, aggressive with themselves about missing runs and, you know, not hitting their PR goals. Um, it's okay. Go get out there tomorrow. Try again. It's not, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so wait, what was the question? I've <laughs> my eight weeks for me. Yeah, to, no, no, it's all good. Uh, what do you have uh, on the calendar for 2022 oh, that right. you're, you're training for? I know you took a break, but what's on the horizon? Yeah, so uh, I'm hoping for a 50k in May, uh, a 50 miler around August, and we'll see if I'm ready this season or not. Uh, the Ozark 100 in the Ozark Mountains in Missouri is in November. And I kind of have that at the back of my head, but I've also forced myself to stop signing up for races <laughs> unless uh, I'm really ready to commit to them. I had a string of races that I kept signing up for 50 Ks and 50 milers. And I, for whatever reason, they weren't um, epic enough. They weren't a, a stretch goal for me for, for various reasons. I just couldn't get motivated and focused to be ready for them. So I've kind of uh, shut down. I, I think I wasted a little over a thousand dollars on a handful of races. And I was like, you can't afford this. No. <laughs> afford this. So uh, unless it's a lottery race, I tell myself I can't sign up until two months before. So we'll see how the winter goes. Awesome. Well, it was great learning a little bit more about Jeffrey Benny. It, you know, if you ever come to the East Coast, I'd, I'd love to help set up a show for you out here. Yeah, uh, let's do it. I, I think people around here would find you absolutely hilarious. Uh, keep up your content on Instagram and everything that you're doing to promote diversity and inclusion in endurance sports. It, it really is inspiring. So thank you so much for coming on and being a guest today, Jeffrey. Yeah, thanks for having me. Had a blast. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. That's Jeffrey Binney. He's an unconventional athlete who runs ultra endurance races. Super inspiring. You can check him at Jeffrey Binney on Instagram with all his hilarious content that he posts on there. Uh, that does it for 321 Endurance today. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you next time.